Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. Hello, listeners. It's, uh, it's Michael here. There is no cold open about jizz or some silly Seb story this week. No, I just wanted to pop in for a quick message. We will be recording a Patreon-exclusive episode in a couple of weeks' time, and we wanted to do a sort of Q&A session. So, if you're a patron and you've got a question, please send it to the GOATS Instagram or email thegoatspod at gmail.com. Now, we're going to be answering anything, so if you have any question podcast-related, personal questions, or, as Halloween's coming up, some spooky-themed questions. Literally anything, we will answer every single one of them. Now, if you're not a patron, and that sounds pretty cool, which obviously it is, and you've got a question and you really want us to answer it, consider signing up. The link is in the description below, and then you can access all the cool content that we're starting to post for patrons, including the long an unedited version of each every episode, which is also done in video format. Anyway, that's enough of selling out and trying to plug stuff. Let's go on with the episode. Um, I should probably say something funny, actually. Uh, I don't know. Seb's got a small willy. Ha! Hello everyone, Goat Gang, Patreons, 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 how is it actually pronounced? Patrons. Patrons. People that pay us money every month, welcome. Yeah, thank you. And welcome general listeners. Welcome to Goats, the greatest podcast of all time. I uh, I actually wrote uh, goats dot 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 something because I, I've lost track, we've done so many of these, I've actually lost track of what number we're on. Which one is it? 27. 27. Fucking hell. This is the last ever Goats podcast because we are about to die. We are about to join the infamous 27 Club, so enjoy this last episode. Anyway. Oh, yeah. How are you both? I am all right. Look, I am not drinking tonight. I've sworn off of the booze for one night. I'm drinking decaffeinated coffee in my legendary... Lima mug. Look. Obese Lima mug. It's not obese. Is his tail is the handle. Wow. This wow. is iconic, He's Seb. Big. I've had He's this for big, about a decade. Uh, no. His head fell off one one year and I I fixed it. Um Right. Look at that, that's sick, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <Anything>? yeah. <laughs> I seriously really like this mug. I'm really, this actually really disappointed by your reaction, Seb. 
I thought you'd no, think that I was mean, it's a mug. What do you mean? You, I mean, I, I don't know if there's a mug that could elicit more of a reaction than... Yeah. You don't like novelty mugs? No. What? <laughs> really? Back me up. I nearly... Genuinely, this might upset you. The other day I was in a charity shop and I saw a mug with Dog the Bounty Hunter on it and it said, Dog Knows Best. Oh. And I nearly bought it for you and I didn't. Oh, That is the most disappointing thing I've ever heard. But anyway, Seb, how are you? What have you been what have you been doing? What have you been looking at? I've been looking at big, veiny and gorged tits. Okay. <laughs> okay. 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 Oh, I don't want to be on this podcast anymore. <laughs> Anyway, Vinny, how are you? Any vaginas in your life at the moment? Uh, obviously not, because I've been on a Great. bit of a chess craze recently, thanks to Sebek, you bastards. Oh, God. I've, oh, uh, yeah. I've kicked the Tetris craze, so I no longer see Tetris pieces falling when I'm trying to fall asleep, and it's really annoying. I just see, <laughs> as you see chess positions and being like, where, where, should, I, where should I put my queen? And uh, <laughs> oh, Seb, for fuck's sake, you've unleashed a monster. Yeah, I know, but I'm really enjoying the chess. It's great. I've got like all my friends into it as well. We're all just like playing chess all the time now. Hang on, are all your mates doing it? Yeah. Well, why am I not invited? Well, I'm, I've been playing you. Oh yeah, you've been playing me. Yeah. Yeah. Are you all hanging out on Discord playing chess? Well, yeah, among other things. Last night, I have some good news to tell. I beat my older brother at chess for the first time in my life. Wow. He always used to be round as, of applause. As a kid. So yeah, That's he was tutored. Moment. He was tutored in chess. He like had a, like a my mum got him like a chess teacher at one point when he was like in his teenage years or whatever. Because he was like really into it and like, yeah, he's just always just destroyed me at chess. But last night I fucked him up good. Wow. In fact, my friends as well, they loved it. Everyone was howling. <laughs> It's great. That is good. To be fair, like, I don't have an older brother, so I don't know that feeling. But I imagine, well, I know from, like, your older brother sort of being my older brother too. But, like, beating them at something is, like, the greatest feeling ever, isn't it? To finally yeah. get one up over them. It's like, Yeah, it's like whenever I play my other brother at um, Smash Bros. And now, because I'm a massive sweaty tryhard with Smash Bros, I just beat him every single time. Yeah, yeah, Like, yeah. really bad, and he doesn't want to play me anymore. <laughs> The words of Councillor Mackie echo in the ears of all children across the world. Drugs are bad, I'm going. But are they really? Well, I mean, yeah, of course, they are. You know, there's lots of... There are lots of bads that, you know, crack and, you know, yeah, that's not great. But equally, there is a lot of good in the world of drugs. Without drugs, we would have no modern medicine. Antibiotics cancer treatment or antidepressants used to poison innocent cats would not exist. (laughs) 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 We wouldn't have Coca-Cola or coffee or amazing pieces of media like Breaking Bad, The Big Les Show or Super Hands from Peep Show. So somewhere in the vast, wide and diverse world of drugs, there must be a substance that stands out above all others, alone, with tiny little horns on its head as a little goat for us to crown. So, 
There's only two people, really, in the entire world who I would want to take up the task of trying to convince me what the goat drug is, and they both happen to be crack addicts. It's Vinny and Seb! Yeah! <laughs> Woo! <laughs> who is going to go first? Me, 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 me. All right. I think it's funny that we're both on such different ends of the drug spectrum, because obviously... Vinny's such a clean bean, and I'm just such a fucking drugo, mate. Yeah, it's just like quite funny, really. Because <laughs> like, really I've funny. like I've like taken like everything under the sun, and like Vinny's like never even puffed a bit of weed, mate. Yeah, yeah. I heard you smoke coke, like you just yeah, roll up it up, up into fat body of your ass. <laughs> Vinny, off you go then. So I just picked my favourite drug. To be honest, uh, I, I I picked caffeine. It's my favorite drug in the whole wide world, and that's who I picked. Okay, you nice. can stop the timer now. <laughs> Sweet, what? The, uh, wow, actually, no beating around the bush. No, I do have a question about caffeine. Though. Was there any rumors at your school about someone who drank too many Red Bulls and did something incredible? No, like what? No, like I don't know, drunk so many Red Bulls and then. Wanked himself to death or something like that. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. There was a rumour about a kid who ate a, um, a teaspoon of pure caffeine and then like had a <laughs> heart attack or an aneurysm or something. <laughs> I don't know if that happened. <laughs> no, I don't think it did. Caffeine. Right. So the first... Right, let's, let's just get down to uh, history because I love my history and this is very important to my argument. The first known form of consumable caffeine came from the... Camellia sinensis plant, which originated in what's modern day southwest China or northeast India. So, unsurprisingly, obviously the Chinese were the first to consume the drug in the form of tea, and there are records of them doing so all the way back as far as 1000 BC. Uh, uh, can I just fact check you? Fact check you quickly, Vinny. I'm pretty sure the Chinese people did not invent tea. I think it was invented in the fine old state of England, mate. I'm just going to ignore that. <laughs> but for the remainder of my lecture, <laughs> I will be focusing on my personal favourite variant of drinkable caffeine, that being coffee. Now, coffee has been traced all the way back to 850 AD in Ethiopia, where, according to legend, a herder noticed how jumpy his goats had become after eating the berries of an Arabica plant. And so he took the berries to a local monk and then used them to brew the world's first ever cup of hot lava. And whether or not this legend is true, it probably isn't. It is thought that the... Yeah, it is thought the nomadic tribes around Ethiopia did, in fact, eat raw coffee beans and co- what coffee plant at least uh, for their stimulating effects for thousands of years but in the 15th century people discovered they could roast coffee seeds and that is a game changer and over the next 100 years it spread across the arab world and in the first ever coffee houses became a popular hub for people to commune in then In the 16th century, the Turks invaded a bunch of European countries, and with that, they brought coffee to Europe. And coffee houses also started to pop up all across Europe in the 17th century, and with that came the Age of Enlightenment. (laughs) 
now to give you some context. <laughs> Fuck it. There's a big jump there. There's a big jump. Yeah. What? Where? <laughs> the, where? Just the Age of Enlightenment. Got yeah, what does that even mean? In. Well, I'll, I'll, I need to give you some context. Okay. All right, context away, context away. See, in Europe, after the fall of the Roman Empire, from about 500 to 1500 AD, that's a thousand years, that part of European history is what historians call the Dark Ages, which you've probably heard of. They call it the Dark Ages because for a long time, not a lot was written down and also a lot of scientific and technological advances didn't come about. So it was just kind of a long time with not, not much happening really in Europe, not, nothing really progressed. And another thing about people in history is that water sources have all have pretty much always been polluted in some way throughout history. So most people during the Dark Ages, and probably before then as well, would drink alcohol, like booze or bitters and whatnot, mm. instead of water, as it was much less likely to make you sick because the alcohol would decontaminate and clean the water they were drinking. Nice. And also, getting pissed probably makes the Dark Ages a little bit more tolerable. Yeah, <laughs> true. Work, working in a field all day long, like picking up yeah. cow shit, whatever the fuck they did. Yeah, <laughs> trying not to die of the plague. Just might as well get pissed every day. <laughs> fuck it. Everyone's yeah, just singing not? shit out of windows anyway. <laughs> <laughs> you probably want a pint after that. Yeah, oh, I just get smashed every day. <laughs> Another way of cleaning water is to boil it first, as you would probably know Michael through cadets. Or Sebek as well. You're obviously cadets, aren't you, as well? Mm. Yeah, and also Michael grew up in, you know, a pit. <laughs> so he had to boil rainwater. <laughs> did they have did they have hot and cold running water in Whipton? Felix's <laughs> parents still live on Whipton. <laughs> yeah, times are tough. <laughs> 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 the recession's him hard. Actually, Whipton and Exeter water in general is actually pretty nice. Yeah. It's really it's a, nice. It's very good quality. Yeah, it doesn't come yeah, from the same is. reservoirs as like the water in Fenerton and that. Like it's it's peak water, extra water actually. It's, it's fine quality. Mm, yeah, lovely. But yeah, even though clean, boiling water to clean it was still a thing, alcohol still remained the favorite amongst the people to drink every day. Oh yeah, of course. But when coffee became widespread in Europe it also became the drink of choice for the people of Europe. And because it involved boiling water, it meant that it was clean and it meant you could just drink it all day long and there's a, probably a good chance you won't get dysentery. And with that change in daily beverage came a change in the way people thought as they traded the depressive qualities of alcohol for the stimulating properties of caffeine. And I'm not sure... I'd go as far as to say that caffeine was the entire reason of the Age of Enlightenment. But it certainly helped propagate and feed it and gave it a big old kickstart. That's mad. That's actually so interesting. I had yeah. no idea. I actually, yeah, I didn't really know much about this stuff before. And I was just like, yeah, I like caffeine. I'll pick that. And then... Makes so much sense, doesn't it? It's like you wake up in the morning, everyone's slinging shit out a window. You've got to plough the field all day. You've got a choice between, like, a grotty pint or a cup of boiled water. 
then all of a sudden someone goes, if you chuck these beans in there, in that water, it will like, it's, it's warm, it's tasty. It will give you a, like, a lovely it little gives you buzz. A boost. Yeah. You'd be thinking, fucking hell, really? You'd be like, I can just imagine everyone just passing that round like a yeah, little yeah, cartoon no, and the, whole, like, the little insane. village is buzzing. And they're like, yeah. plat, the horse is going like 100 miles an hour. They're like giving it to the horse and they're plowing the fields like well quick. And everyone's just on it. It's like that episode of... <laughs> There's that episode of Dexter's Laboratory that's for some reason has just come into my oh, brain. yeah. Where like Dexter and his sister are like, why do my mum and dad, like, they wake up every morning and their eyes are all, like, drooping and they drink coffee and they're like, oh, they're, like, really fresh and they go to work so they, like, steal all the coffee. And the mum and the dad are, like, going around like a zombie all day and, like, Dexter and his sister, like, fucking zooming around the gap, like, well quick. That's, like, the age of enlightenment, isn't it, I reckon? (laughs) It is just an episode of Dexter's Laboratory. (laughs) (laughs) Just boiled down. Seven and a half minutes of what Vinny said to yeah. an episode of Dexter's Laboratory. <laughs> <laughs> a 200-year chunk of history that changed the human race forever. Symbols, isn't it? Dexter's Laboratory. Great show, though. Great show. Good show. But yeah, so caffeine became the drink of choice. Coffee became the drink of choice for the people of Europe. And this made the monarchies across the continent pretty scared as they'd much rather their people were doped up on booze all day long rather than sober and stimulated where they could form their own anti-establishment ideas. And thus, coffee became a controlled substance in a lot of European countries. And because of this, most coffee houses would have to be secret places, usually hidden on university campuses, much like the speakeasies of the 1920s in America where academics would be free to discuss anything ranging from religion, politics, science, and even as the royal families feared freedom for the people and democracy. One of the first ever coffee houses in the UK, the Grecian Coffee House, which I actually, I, I didn't look into that, but is that maybe got something to do with Exeter? Yeah, of course, mate. Let's just say it's Exeter City fucking up the Grecians. Exeter City Coffee House, which I think was in like next to Oxford University in London or whatever the fuck. Yeah, yeah, whatever the hell. <laughs> it was host to many of the time's greatest thinkers, including Edmund Halley, who or Haley, who was an extremely influential astro- astronomer, and Sir Isaac Newton, who pretty much just invented a lot of classical physics, invented calculus, and obviously is the dude behind, you know, gravity. Yeah, he, I heard he invented gravity, yeah. He also invented gravity in a lab, and we all have yeah. him to thank for the reason we're not having to <laughs> keep ourselves yeah. tied to the ground all day. <laughs> yeah. That's why they were ploughing the fields. They were just tying themselves to the wagon. <laughs> Stop them floating off. <laughs> did he invent apples as well? Is that a thing? Or yep. I think I'm getting confused. Yep, he invented, oh, no, he did, yeah. he invented apples, yeah. That's it. Good old Newton. The coffee house was a great spot, not just to enjoy a cup of mud with the boys, but to exchange ideas and everything from the works of great composers like Bach and Beethoven to ideas of freedom, which progressed into full revolution, like the French Revolution and later the American Revolution, all had spawned in these hubs around the stimulating effects of caffeine. And this... This brings us to today, where more than 90% of the world's population consume caffeine 
in some form daily. The world runs on caffeine, whether it's coffee, tea, or a can of Red Bull. The vast majority of people find it crucial to their everyday life. And caffeine also has some crazy health benefits. So, a lot of them, in fact, I've just written down a few, which were quite interesting. It lowers depression by 8%. It decreases the risk of suicide by 17%. It helps protect against liver conditions. It helps boost long-term memory. It helps reduce risk of developing Alzheimer's and Parkinson's disease. Helps guard against several types of cancers, including mouth, prostate, head, breast, skin, throat, for example. Reduces risk of developing type 2 diabetes and even helps lower risk of a stroke by a whopping 22 to 25%. Jesus. Big boy numbers. That is a big boy number. So, to summarise, caffeine, number one, has a shit ton of health benefits as I've just listed. It's great Mm. great for you. As, As long as you don't drink like 20 cups a day, it's great for you. And also, as long as you drink it in its pure form, black, or just no sugar. Do you know what I mean? Coffee. I thought you meant like pure caffeine, like the white <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, it's like, oh, but you're saying like it, it's going to stop, di- you know, it lowers the risk of diabetes. Oh, yeah, yeah. But not if you're like some white chick who drinks like 30 maca frappa caramel frappuccinos from fucking Starbucks. They're like just barely any caffeine in there. They're just pump full of shite, aren't they? Yeah, I don't think that the sugar's, yeah, going to help you, but... Do you know what I mean? So it's like caffeine in its pure form, not that. You know, not like well, yeah, ten it's the mon- best. Don't drink ten monsters thinking you're not going to get diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah just you know shoot I mean? a sugar-free monster, and you'll be fine. <laughs> That's the moral of the story, guys. Number two, there's a large variance of ways you can enjoy caffeine, like you've just said, that will suit all types of different people. Number three, it makes for great social lubricant, and a cafe is a great place to meet up with people. Preach. Number four. Caffeine increases productivity and decreases brain fog, which helps billions, yes, billions, across the planet get on with their daily work. And my final and last thought, I think, is the most important, because if I were to think of the best, the greatest drug ever, I think it would be the, the drug that would have helped humanity progress as a society, as, as, as everything. And so my final point being what I've discussed earlier, that is caffeine helping spark the age of enlightenment in Europe, which is the reason we don't all still live in huts and why we have democratic societies where we vote our leaders in rather than an absolute monarchy. I rest my case. That's a fucking big, big, that's a big one. Vinny's got a big dick today and he is swinging <laughs> yeah. it about for caffeine. He came out swinging it caffeine long. Seriously, that was insane. Like, I'm a full caffeine addict. Like, I drink... There has not been a day since I was about oh, 14 or 15 where I, I have not drunk caffeine. Like, I literally... I'm like, you, Vinny, I drink coffee every single day. Wake up, first thing I do, I go downstairs and make, make a coffee. Second thing mm. I do in the morning is I make another coffee. Then I go to work. And then the first thing I'm thinking about once I've done that, first bit of work is like, oh, next coffee. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm always free coffees in before lunch. Not so many in the afternoon because, you know, I like sleep as much as caffeine as well. But mm. Mm. it just, like you said, it's a social thing. Like, oh, should we go for a coffee? Like, me and the missus, we're always like, should we go for a coffee? Do you want to meet your boy? You like, go to the cafe. You know, 
go for a nice cup of tea with an old lady in a coffee morning to cheer her up if she's a bit down. You know, like I said, cure with depression and stuff. There's so many reasons. <laughs> that was really sincere. Why are you laughing? Uh, sorry, it just seemed really specific. <laughs> yeah, because you said about curing, um, not curing, but like I don't know about cures depression. depression. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it cures like, depression. Decreasing depression. You know, yeah, like when yeah. they say, like, you have like coffee mornings for like old dears, don't you? And you're like, oh, you go for like a cup of tea and some biscuits and have a little chat. Yeah. Like, caffeine has like helped so many people. Yeah, yeah. I fucking love caffeine, mate. You've really hit, yeah. hit me in the heart today. Yeah. And obviously, I obviously wrote this entire script, up, you know, after a cup of coffee. Of course. It goes, to, yeah, it, it goes without saying. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> I write all my scripts like I need to have a coffee yeah. before I write and then I just fucking smash it out have you ever had a coffee and then smashed one out <laughs> yes <laughs> <laughs> not like I'm gonna have a coffee and then smash one I'm not like premeditating this like <laughs> but, have you yeah. um have you become like such a high tolerance of caffeine though like me where like you don't feel an actual like buzz it's just like you're almost like your normal state is like that no, I, I, even though I love coffee, I make sure I don't, because I get really bad jitters if I have too much coffee, and I've, I've even overdosed from caffeine before, and it was fucking awful, really horrible. You didn't, but you're alive. Yeah, I didn't get, I have like a heart attack, I just, I just had like, I just had like a panic attack or something. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. I just got like really sweaty and just felt like really sick and just gross. Yeah. But I, I only really have like one to two coffees a day normally. Like I'm, I'm pretty good with it. Just have my morning coffee, and then maybe another one later on. And you know, because because I also want to sleep. I also have, yeah. I top out at four. That's my max. Four would be a maximum for me. Right. Yeah. And that wouldn't be every day. Like most days, I reckon two, guaranteed two, three typical, but four was like the maximum. But yeah, it's one of those ones where like you, I've become quite like reliant and tolerant. Yeah. To it, do you know what I mean? So I don't drink a coffee and I'm like, not like, oh, fucking hell, yeah, I'm going to go and get so much work done. I'm like, oh, this is just me normal now. Like, now I can just get on with normal shit. Yeah, there's actually an interesting book which I took some of the stuff from by this guy called Michael Pollan, who I know because he wrote a book that I've read called, I think it's called How to Change Your Mind, and it's about, because he, he basically, he's this dude, he's this academic his whole life, and he was always kind of a clean-shot academic and never really did any partying or any of that stuff, but then he got really interested in the idea of doing psychedelic drugs, and so he decided, I'm just going to write a whole book about my experience doing psychedelic drugs, and he was like, wow, this is amazing, this, this has got to change the world, and talked about all the, the benefits of all that stuff, and he recently came up with a book on caffeine and he did this interesting experiment where he just completely dropped caffeine from his from his life unless and i think it was like he dropped it for like three or four months and then he would only ever have coffee like on a weekend or whether he or when he needs to get something done and it like it really like reintroduced that like big Ah, boost and that big buzz that you get when you have like your first cup of coffee yeah so to actually like make him more productive at work he would be like, oh, I've got, like, I don't know, a huge script to write or an edit to do. I'm going to, I need to do it quickly. So I'll, like, have a coffee this one time and that feel the full boost buzz from it. Because I don't really feel a buzz from coffee to that right. extent anymore. I'm just like, yeah, it perks me up, but perks me up to a point where I feel like that's my normal to a higher level. Do you know what I mean? I'm not like, oh, God. 
Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Sick. Well, I fucking love that. Seb, you, you've a hard task because Vinny has, he's hit a home run there. So you've got to hit a double home run. I'm feeling confident, mate. enough about baseball to know if that exists. But I have got a middle section. It's an interesting one. We've not got a game today. We've sort of got a game. It's a game. It's a game, right? What we're going to do, I've got three characters, and they're all drug-related, and we are going to play, insert jingle here, Shag, marry, kill with these three characters. We have to come to a mutual conclusion and shag, marry, kill. We've all played that game, yeah? Yeah, we've all played that game. I like it. So, here are the candidates. Candidate number one, super hands. Shag. (laughs) (laughs) Right. You don't know the rest yet. I don't care. (laughs) Oh, God. Candidate number two, Sassy the Sasquatch from Big Les. And candidate number three, Science Bitch, it's Jesse Pinkman. So, we have to decide, shag, marry, kill. 
Seb, you are saying shag Superhand straight up. No, 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 Why? I've changed, I've changed, I've changed. Oh. So I would marry Superhands and shag Jesse Pinkman, because I think Jesse Pinkman is fit. Yeah. But he's a terrible life partner. I don't know, he cleans himself up pretty good. Like, when he's with that yeah. girl... Oh, no, he does become a heroin addict. <laughs> no, 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 but when he was with the girl towards the end, yeah. spoiler alert. If you haven't seen Breaking Bad at this point, for God's He definitely sake. cleans his act up, and he... I. He's yeah, he the does. only good guy, I'd say, like the only real good guy in that in the whole of Breaking Bad. He's the only guy you feel bad for when bad things happen to them in Breaking Bad. You don't feel bad for Walt when like shit goes tits up because he's like a bit of a bad guy. Whereas like when shit goes bad for Jesse, you feel horrible for him. Like especially when Walt kills his missus, you're like, oh my Spoiler god. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Walt kills his missus. <laughs> Scar kills Mufasa or whatever. Yeah. Darth Vader is fucking Harry Potter's dad, okay? So Je- Darth Vader killed Snape. <laughs> <laughs> Snape secretly wanted to shag Sauron's mum. <laughs> but you were saying shag Jesse Pinkman. That's a shout. That's a shout, Vinny. Are you gonna put Jesse Pinkman in anything other than Shag? Uh I'd maybe marry him because I think he'd be a good I think he'd be a good spouse. He seems like a good person. Whereas Superhand seems like an asshole. I don't think... I think I'd kill Superhands because he's just... What? He's very entertaining, but he's an absolute cunt. He's a yeah. prick. I'd minimum shag Superhands. Yeah, but Superhands is, is an actual crackhead and he is a maniac. Yeah, he's, a f- he's fit. I bet Superhands would be out of a shag. <laughs> would he, though? I feel like he'd get bored halfway through and stop. It'd either be that or he'd be too violent and he'd make you hurt. <laughs> either way, it's an experience. I think Sassy would be a gentle lover. shag a Sasquatch. He'd be a gentle lover. <laughs> Sassy a would be giant. a very gentle lover. lover. What if I don't want gentle? What if I want super hands to fuck me like a crack whore? <laughs> <laughs> well, that says a lot about you, doesn't it? <laughs> I'm just saying, if you're going to do it, do it. So you're saying kill Sassy. Kill Sassy yeah, the Sasquatch, I'm the lovable dragon. He's not an animal, he's a Sasquatch. So you'd rather fuck a Sasquatch than a man? Well, than, than Superhands? Yeah, I don't know, actually. Well, he's a Sasquatch, but he's like just as smart as a man. So, like, I don't think it'd be immoral. He's still got the hairy asshole of a Sasquatch. Yeah, but he's an interdimensional being. Yeah, he could probably, like, suck my dick from six dimensions. <laughs> yeah, he definitely <laughs> no, could. Just imagine that. <laughs> yeah, Seb, come on, think about that. Nah, I'd, I would, I'd, I think I would, I think I'd go back to my original hypothesis of, I actually think I've come round to it, I'd marry Jesse, shag Superhands, kill Sassy. Vinny, what are, you, what are your three, then, that you're saying? Well, yeah, I would, uh, I would agree with Seb on Jesse, Jesse, Jesse Pinkman, I would, um... <laughs> Jesse, we need to cook. Jesse. Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would marry Jesse Pinkman. Mm. I think he's been through a lot, and I think I'd be a good, loving husband. Shoulders cry on. I am going to lock in, actually, Jesse Pinkman as marry, because I would marry Jesse as well. All right, we all agree on that. Shoulders to cry on. Yeah. And then it's just, would you rather fuck a Sasquatch or a <laughs> Sasquatch? <laughs> would you rather fuck a Sasquatch or a crackhead? <laughs> I mean, I don't really want to fuck a Sasquatch either, <laughs> to be honest. I just don't want to kill him. So we to have to kill... Well, we have to. We have to. These are the tough decisions that you have to make with Shag, Marry, Kill. Sometimes you don't want to kill him, but you have to out of necessity. The thing is, I don't think Superhands looks like a smelly crack addict. I don't know. Superhands' house is pretty grim. There's snakes in his sleeping bag. 
but he's not like one of those like, Jeremy would rather who... sleep in an actual bath than sleep in Superham's house. No, but he doesn't look like he like smells of his own fecal matter. He's not like a spice head outside a bottle bank. <laughs> no, but he did run all the way to Windsor. <laughs> exactly. Imagine what he'd run on you. To be fair, didn't he get his didn't he get his act together in the like last season? And he like came up like a happily married man or something. Yeah, sort of. But then on his stag do, he's like going detox, isn't he? And then the whole oh, I just want to suck and fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so not really. Oh yeah, but he comes back around when he's sober. Yeah, he does. I would. I'd. I'd. I'd fuck super hands in a heartbeat. Yeah, yeah. Go on then. I'd shag super hands. Okay, we're locking it in. So the results are in. I've got the golden envelope here. Number one. We are going to shag super hands. Interesting. Number two. Kill Sassy the Sasquatch from Big Les. R.I.P. Scandalous. And number three. Marry Jesse Pinkman. Yes! Yeah, boy. The boy of our dreams. The boy of my dreams. My wet dreams. (laughs) Sorry, I'm... I'm really on one tonight. This only happens like once every probably ten records. I just come in really fucking wild. I don't know what's you going on. You doubled your dose of your own. Like on heat or something. I'm just like horny and funny. That's the best Seb, isn't it? That's the best horny version of Seb. Funny. Horny, funny Seb. Horny and funny. <laughs> well, horny, funny Seb, it's over to you. Convince me. What is the greatest drug of all time? So, what is the greatest drug of all time? He hasn't even oh, decided. Wait. He's just, it's like I've asked him for the first time. <laughs> yeah, like, hmm, what is what it? What is it? Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> so this week, I'm going to do a bit of a, a bit of an old school tactic of mine. I haven't done this in a while, and I used to do these a lot, where I'm going to talk about the thing, but I'm not going to say what it is. And I'm going to do a big reveal at the end, and you're all going to go, whoa, the fucking hell, my God, God that's fucking inside. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> an Australian accent. Yeah. I'll remember that. Yeah. <laughs> oh fucking hell, cunt! You crazy fucking mate! Oh. Crazy gun. Oh, I'm the Prince of Brizzy. I'm the Prince of Brizzy. <laughs> you think this guy's cooked? You're gonna be like that. You think he's fucking cooked? What about the Prince of Brizzy? <laughs> anyway, so when looking for the great drug. The goat, the great... Looking for a great drug. Now, when looking for the goat drug, I wanted to find... It needs to have a few things. It needs to be culturally significant, like Vinny, with the, with the whole... What was it called? Enlightenment. And that, that, that's important. It needs to have a really powerful effect on the human body. I don't want some pussy shit. Oh, it just makes me a bit zingy. Fuck off, mate. Right? It needs to do some big shit. Right? I want it to fucking... You need to be fucking seeing aliens. Or fucking nothing at all, mate. If you don't fucking, if you don't take this shit and start talking about fucking rounding errors in the COVID numbers, it's not working, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> so I started looking into some stuff, and I was like, oh, I looked at all the same worthy bullshit: antibiotics, painkillers, vaccines. And I was kind of set on this idea of doing the smallpox vaccine. I even listened to a whole podcast on it. Smallpox was like an absolute blight on the human race, and we managed to conquer it and conquer nature. And da 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 da. Who gives a fuck? Ooh, you're hard. Right. So then I was riding home on Tuesday night, and I started humming 
a song to myself. And I can't tell you what the song is because it would give it away. But the answer hit me like a train. And the drug I have picked as GOAT is both simultaneously the most studied drug on earth, I, I can say that for a fact, and the least understood drug, right? For some individuals, for most individuals, it brings immense happiness, excitement, even sexual arousal. It's also unbelievably addictive. People who have this drug taken away from them often sink into like a, a the deepest of deep depressions, like unbelievable. And they'll exclude themselves from social contact for months, even years. It's really potent. In fact, people's addiction to this drug and the things that it's capable of doing, the things that it's capable of motivating people to do have raised entire civilizations like caffeine. Whole civilizations have risen and then been crushed to the ground, all just for contact with this drug. Famously, Cleopatra used this drug to control and influence two empires whilst simultaneously controlling ancient Egypt. That's how powerful this is. That's how much people want this. But what does it do chemically? Well, this drug is incredibly complicated. It's not just one of those things that just does one thing. It doesn't just release a specific chemical in your brain. It releases a whole cocktail. So physiologically, first it causes your hypothalamus to release huge amounts of dopamine and no norepinephrine. Norepinephrine. I don't think that's it. Norepinephrine. <laughs> that's definitely not it. <laughs> I, it causes your brain to release huge amounts of dopamine and norepinephrine. Norepinephrine. <laughs> Good old Nora. <laughs> norepinephrine, mate. <laughs> Both of which are associated with the reward pathway of your brain, aka the satisfaction bit. People talk about a dopamine hit. It's like the little feeling you get when you score a goal in football or when you give in to a craving. It's that like little like, oh, yeah. That felt fucking good. Like Have a cup of coffee. Yeah, exactly. That little like, yes, I did a thing and it feels good. That's what a dopamine hit is. And it's incredibly addictive. It's actually, going back to what I was talking about last week, a big part of gambling addiction mm. is an addiction to dopamine hits. It's really strong. And norepinephrine... Norepinephrine. ...is a big part <laughs> of your fight-or-flight response. <laughs> And when released, you become more high energy, jumpy and even giddy. It's like it's part of it's similar to what stimulants like caffeine also excite this kind of response. It it releases that norepinephrine. Norepinephrine. Into your body. That's what gives you the high energy, the jumpy, the giddiness. That's what it does. And this is why people who take this drug, who are on this drug, are known to do some incredible things. It allows people to write incredible films incredible ballads incredible music it's also given people huge feats of strength running incredible distances surviving against unbelievable odds like for instance the pilots in the battle of britain use this drug as part of their way of staying on point staying on point staying awake and alert and and getting through that conflict is a really important part of it this drug also simultaneously to those other two things releases testosterone and estrogen these are responsible for like kind of like the sexual lust but not just like lust but like that internal 
kind of lizard brain motivation that we have to like fight and stick with our mm. like clan and like be strong and obviously they're also responsible for like the long-term building of muscle but that's not such a big part of it but like lizard brain <laughs> it's your lizard i love brain. it every time you say lizard brain i just love that expression because it's so true i can so easily visualize what you're talking about when you just say lizard brain <laughs> yeah it's the little bit of the back of your brain that's just like not been touched for like millennia it's like the unevolved part where it just sends you back to like the fucking stone age the lizard brain yeah exactly it's your lizard brain and so testosterone (laughs) and estrogen are like your hype chemicals they're your lizard brain chemicals they're those like fucking get you in the mood get shit done fucking that's that and finally it releases oxytocin which is known as the attachment hormone Mm. and it creates that warm feeling that you get for others when you're like hanging out with your mates or when you take a fuckload of MDMA. Mothers get loads and loads of oxytocin when, when they, they've just given birth to like a baby or whatever. And it is this cocktail of all of those different things, the attachment, the drive, the like unbelievable physical exertion that you can go through while taking this drug that makes it so powerful and so addictive. And it's why people who have it taken away from them are just in agony like it is unbelievable because i think that when you have lived with this drug it's almost impossible to think of living without it it's like that caffeine thing like i think once you take it it just becomes your new normal and <laughs> i believe that this is Do you think you know what it is really uh, i have a pretty good idea don't say it if you do think i don't say it if you do think because i don't want you to ruin it This is the drug to end all drugs. It's the first drug that the human race ever discovered. In fact, it was the only drug that God ever gave. And he gave it to Adam in the Garden of Eden, right? It is a drug that I have known for a fact we have all taken on this show. In fact, I think we have a little bit of it in our system right now. I'm willing to say that. I I imagine you've all taken it. And I think you're all feeling its effects today. I've definitely felt its effects around you guys more than once. <laughs> As a great man, Rolf Harris once said, Oh no. Can you tell what it is yet? <laughs> you can't. He's a pedo, Sam. <laughs> well, if you haven't got it already, I'll go back to that song I spoke about earlier and I'll hand it over to Brian Ferry and Roxy Music to explain the rest. Late last night, I parked my car, stalked my place in the singles bar, face to face, toe to toe, heart to heart as we the flow. Lumber up, limbo down The locked embrace, the stumble round I say go, she say yes Dim the lights, you can guess the rest Whoa, catch that buzz Love is the drug I'm thinking of Whoa, can't you see Love is the drug, got a hook on me bad (laughs) not a fan
Vinny, now you know how I felt when you said Satan. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Love is the greatest drug of all time. And while I'm at it, because I, I, how much time have I got? Five minutes. Five minutes, oh, right? God. I want to set, the, I want to set the record straight, right? While mm. I'm at it, I want to have a word with the people who say love is just a meaningless chemical reaction. It doesn't mean anything. Your love is meaningless. Go fuck yourself, right? Everything is a chemical reaction. Your happiness is a chemical reaction. That sense of satisfaction you got by telling me that love wasn't real is a chemical reaction. So actually, go suck a fucking dick fuck yourself right angry it's your it's your brain's yeah, chemical angry. reaction chemical to external reaction. factors to, to external factors <laughs> love, love, at all. <laughs> love is the unique blend of lust attraction and attachment chemicals you get when you meet or interact with certain people and it is your specific experiences and your beliefs and your the things that you like that cause different factors to release those things for you so finding that person or group of people or activity or fucking passion in life that gives you that unique blend of feeling feelings is unique to you and it stimulates that response for you that's why i don't love your girlfriend and you don't love mine because the specific things that make me love mine don't make you love mine that's the whole fucking point so if it isn't meaningless, you absolute fuck. <laughs> so angry. It's just not magic. It's just science. And it doesn't make it any less important or any less special. All right? So go fuck yourselves. Okay. Anyway, that's the end. <laughs> so, why are you so angry, man? I don't know. It just annoys me. People are like, oh, it's just a chemical reaction. Like, like, somehow your feelings are less worthwhile. People say about everything. People say about being sad or being happy. Or just, just fuck off. Yeah, it's a chemical reaction. Everything's a chemical reaction. So just... My, your brain is just chemicals. So what? What do you want? My whole experience in life is just chemical reactions. That doesn't invalidate it. Suck a cock, pal. Let's <laughs> <laughs> stop the clock. Yeah, stop the clock, motherfuckers. I would love you to. Oh my god. That would be lovely. Oh crikey. What, what, what was that thing about the pilots? They. What, they look at a picture of their like their wife. Yeah, they're looking at it. They're like, I want to get home. I want. I love this person. I love my country. I love my family. Right. Yeah. And just like your love for your family, your love for your like clan, that want to protect that we all have, men and women as well. Don't make this like a man thing. Like fucking everyone gets it. People lifting cars off babies and shit. That's what I'm saying. It's like steroids, but better. Which is uh... you don't have to put them in your asshole. Yeah. Oh man, I don't know where to begin. Oh shit, Jesus! <laughs> <laughs> oh man, oh, no. don't begin with that. <laughs> Crikey, I can't believe you've done this. Oh fuck, I can't believe you've done this. Why have you? Why have you made me pick between love and coffee? Right, how do we analyze this, Seb? Is love really a drug? Is it a drug yes. or is that right, a metaphor? Okay, so let, slash... let me just get. Our, I I, fi- I figured this would be coming. What is a drug? Just anything that changes the chemistry in your brain. Ooh, sounds a lot of it like what I thought. But are emotions drugs? It's something which has a physical physiological effect when ingested or otherwise introduced into the body. Well, you can't eat love. I don't. I don't know. Is love actually a drug? 
Well, Brian Ferry says it is. I know, that's what I mean. Is is love is a drug just a metaphor? Well, a bit, but that's the whole point of my shtick, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, was, my goodness. Was fucking Gandalf really a magician? What, yeah. No. <laughs> yeah, he was. <laughs> he fucking wasn't. He'd been over there. I love when, when any time I feel I'm back to record, I just drop that one down. I'm like, you guys can fucking fight. Just bring that one back up. Here's the thing, right? Is the love thing you've said is really annoying because even Vinny has to admit that it is a powerful thing. Like caffeine and things like that. We love them. I wouldn't go to war for caffeine. Would you go to war for love? Not really, but something <laughs> historically, <laughs> historically people have. I was going to say, I didn't think you could feel love, Vinny. I thought you were animatronic. <laughs> beep, boop, beep. I haven't been programmed to feel love yet. Beep, 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 boop. <laughs> and here's the other thing, right, that I'm thinking is if I don't pick love, everyone's going to say, oh, you, do, you don't love your son or your wife again. Like, I love coffee more than them and shit like that. I'm just going to get ruined. Are you still feeling that hurt from when you said you loved football more than your family? Uh, no. <laughs> I didn't say I love football more than my family. I said they were different feelings. No, you said it was your first love, and then you almost said you loved it more than Jen and Leo, and then yeah. you backed out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I backed out because I, I realised I was talking about two different things, Seb. I, I love them equally <laughs> for two different reasons. Blimey, well, that it was... That might be that I don't know. Is that the most creative outside of the box shout for something that also links in? Maybe it's just a bit lame as well. I think it's a bit lame. <laughs> Love. <laughs> Love is this powerful drug. <laughs> oh fuck off! <laughs> oh god, I've actually got to decide. This is um. I hate these bits. These are the worst bits. We should can we pay someone to start doing a deciding or something, or do a fucking poll or something? Because it's really, it's always really tough. No, the point is we're definitive. So it right. I'll start with love when I sum this up, and I'll try and try and sum this up. Can you just remember that it's all around us? It's that's right. And no. Can you feel it in your fingers? Can you feel it in your toes? Sorry. Love is a powerful thing it is a powerful thing i have a son who i love very much and i understand the power of it i often look at pictures of him when he was a little baby and i'm like wow that that emotion is extremely extremely powerful so yeah love is is a very 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 strong shout that i would not have thought of on the other hand caffeine coffee is where do I where do I rank coffee in my list of like football, Lord of the Rings, Jen and Leo and coffee? It's pretty high. Coffee is high. Would you fit, say it's your favorite drug? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. What I would say is this. Caffeine and coffee might be what keeps you awake, but love is what gets you up in the morning. Right. I've decided what it is. Okay. No, it's not. It's no. My it was at this moment that he knew he fucked up. Fucking job gets you up in the morning. <laughs> to pay the bills, that's what gets me up in the morning. Right. I've, I've decided. Oh, I think I've shot myself in the foot there. I think that last <laughs> comment fucked it. Flew too close to the sun. I've decided. So I, I think there are things in this world that give me incredible pleasure. 
great feelings, powerful emotions. And one of those things is something that I can hold in this Lima mug, which is coffee or caffeine. And for that reason, caffeine is the greatest drug of all time. What? Because you can keep it in a Lima mug? Mainly because... The re right, it, this was actually tough because love is a good one, but when I realized what you had picked, I couldn't help but cringe a little <laughs> bit. And then I was like, oh god, <laughs> am I actually going to go on this podcast forever and say love is the greatest drug of all time? Because you're being toxically masculine. I'm not being toxically masculine. That was an emotion that I couldn't help feeling. Let's rewind to your rant like two seconds ago. It was a chemical reaction in my brain of cringe, too cringe. You know, you can't help what makes you cringe sometimes. You know, here's the thing. You can't live without love, whatever. But sometimes I think love is not a choice, is it? Like, you don't get to choose having a loved one or something. But even the loneliest people in the world can choose to get up in the morning and have a hot cup of joe out of their Lima mug and invoke a very special... You know, little happiness, dopamine rush in their in their brain. So, yeah, caffeine. I think caffeine is the greatest drug of all time. I can enjoy it with my partner, whom I love, and we both share a mutual love for caffeine. Caffeine's the greatest drug of all time. You, you the old ladies, they they love having Fuck yourself. caffeine with you, those cup of tea and some biscuits. Are you saying you hate old ladies, Seb? You know, yeah, <laughs> Seb. Like, I know you're disappointed. Okay, I'm not disappointed. I'm disappointed in you. Why? You let your toxic masculinity influence your decision. I don't have toxic masculinity. I just admitted to loving my son. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I've done you there, Zev. <laughs> <laughs> and also, I'm just not sure if love is actually a drug. It's, a, it's an emotion. I'm not sure you can actually say it's a proper drug, can you? Nah, that's probably, yeah, that's probably where it falls down, to be fair. That's probably more valid and the cringe bit, but... Caffeine is the greatest drug of all time. To be fair, let's give credit where credit's due. Both of you smashed those shouts because genuinely, I was when we decided to do this topic. I was afterwards, I was actually a bit worried. I was like, oh, for fuck's sake, it's going to be crack versus heroin, isn't it? How the hell are we going to release an episode on how great heroin is? But you picked two amazing shouts, and they weren't boring either, like penicillin or like yeah, the smallpox vaccine or fucking coronavirus vaccine or whatever. Mm really great creative out of the box picks that I, I hadn't thought of either of those before if, if I was to pick I would not in a million years picked either of those I'd have really struggled with this episode so you did smash them that was a that was a great episode so Seb you can have a you can have a gold star for that but Vinny gets the goating I'm afraid I don't know if we have any admin. Thank you so much, everybody, though, for listening, because the last couple of episodes, as you're listening to this, have done really, really well, which we're very happy, we're very excited about. The Instagram reels have been popping off, two and a half thousand views at the time of recording this episode. Let's see how many big, was it, big, veiny, engorged tits gets. Yeah, it'd be like a little competition. (laughs) Two and a half thousand views on that reel on Instagram, which is incredible we love it so much if you listen to this and you want to donate to our patreon and give us some money so we can keep making more sick amazing content for you then please do link in the description you'll get some stickers sent to you with a handwritten note by our very own v-dog vincent middlemost who has taken ownership of 
sending out the stickers now because... When they arrive. I'm very busy. When Royal Mail eventually send them, which is the other half of the annoying thing about the stickers, is Royal Mail are shit. But if you don't want to sign to Patreon, the least you could do, please, 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 is just tell a mate about goats and get them listening to it as well. That's yeah. one extra person. If all of you do it, we've said it a million times, it's really annoying, but it really does help. It will double the listeners overnight. So if you have listened to this whole podcast, if you're still listening to me now, it's your mission. Go and tell a mate. Get them to listen to these three white crack adult maniacs talking about what the greatest drug is as well, because we want to grow the Goats Gang, if you want to be called the Goats Gang. Otherwise, just comment what you want to be called. Like, I don't know, what are these groups called? Like the Taylor Swifters or whatever? Stop bringing up Taylor Swift. Yeah, I don't know why that came into my really head. Like Taylor like, Swift, yeah. Yeah, I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I'm just going to pick a random celebrity, Taylor Swift. Yeah, oh. but don't they have like, what are they called? Directioners and shit, aren't they? Believers, that's what I was thinking of. Believers, yeah. Yeah, so uh, goats gangers, that's what we're going with now. But other than that, I've nothing else. Should we leave it there? You guys happy? Seb, are you, are you happy? No, I'm fucking fuming. Okay, well. Anyway, uh, never mind. Um, (laughs) On that note, next week, tune in for a very special episode because we are doing a spooky Halloween special. (laughs) Sound effects of like bats flapping wings and shit (laughs) to celebrate the spookiest time of the year. (laughs) Air horns. We're um we're all gonna do it in fancy dress if you listen to the video if you watch the video we all have spooky candles and shit around and uh, it'll Are be we? a great time spiderwebs yep. I'm coming as Rolf Harris D- oh god <laughs> <laughs> do you want to touch my didgeridoo <laughs> no <laughs> but yeah next week will be the spooky Halloween spectacular uh so tune in for that it'll be like I guess it's like the first proper holiday special we've ever done yeah yeah. Like, we haven't done a Christmas episode, we didn't do an Easter episode, because we were before this, so this is the first... That was, that was before our time. Yeah, this is the first, like, proper special, because of a time of the year that happens every year sort of thing, isn't it? So, yeah, buzzing for that. Yeah, I, I can't wait, I can't wait. Um, I'm a big fan of... I'm a big fan of uh, horror, all things horror and spooky and scary. Oh, God, you're sending me... Oh, making me scared already. That made you scared? Oh, scary! <laughs> 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 But yeah, there we go. That's it. Thank you for listening. Love you. Bye. Love you. Bye. I love you. Oh, I love sake. caffeine. Bye. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you all.